0: Well good morning. It's so good to see everybody here at the Round County campus and the Carter campus, the Grayson campus. Come on, can we get it for the Grayson campus? Yes. If you're busy with us, we are one church in two locations and they're tuning in with us right now. We're so glad and so excited for them. You know, today is Father's Day, and we're really excited about Father's Day. We've got some barbecue for the dads in the house. That's always good. Dads and barbecues always go well together. And and being Father's Day, you know, a lot of times, you know, on Mother's Day, we come in, and we're like, moms are great, and they're these goddesses, and we build them up, and then fathers come in, we're like, you're not being a spiritual dad, and you need to grow up, Dad. You know? And we kind of beat the dads up. It just, that's how come the church world used to work. But listen, I want to encourage you, if you're a dad here today, this is going to be a great time for you, because I'm not preaching at you. In fact, you're going to sit back and hang out and just wait because I'm going to preach to everyone else in here who is not a dad. I did this on Mother's Day. I said, here are five things that all moms need and here's how you can help moms out. And I'm going to do the same thing today on Father's Day. Here are five things that I believe I'm going to share with you. It's just not an exhaustive list that every single dad needs. And if we can do this for dads, I'm telling you what, it will go a long way. So dads, this is your opportunity to say amen. Amen. Because I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help her brother out, right? How, how, do you, how, how do you be the best dad you can be? There's some real things. I mean, I think every dad needs a subscription to the Dollar Shave Club razors. Can I get a witness? That would be awesome. You know, every dad needs a grill. Every one of them. I don't have one. That's a hint. <laughs> every dad needs a couple tickets to the Cincinnati Red Baseball game. Come on. Right? Every dad needs a boat. I don't have one. That's another hint. (laughs) Just drop a little hints every now and then, right? And every dad needs a 72-inch TV with the boat surround sound. Am I preaching? Can I get a witness? Come on. Help some dads out, right? And I know we laugh at that, and that's kind of funny, and then little things. And dad's like, he's not joking. I need all those, like now, today. Finance it. I don't care what you got Do whatever you got to do, right, to get it. But I know it's Father's Day and I'm not so naive to understand that we all come from different backgrounds. We all have come from different families. Some of us from raising single parent families, some from blended families. We come from all different backgrounds. And Father's Day, kind of like Mother's Day, it all carries different types of emotions. um, Because everyone has a different upbringing. Everybody has a different way that they were parented. Everyone has a different father. Some of you here today, you have a great father. And your father is your role model, and your father is who you want to be in life, and you are nothing without your dad. You have a very great dad. Some of you had a great father, and this is your first Father's Day without them. And today there's going to be an empty chair at the table when you go and you celebrate, and you're going to remember the good times. You're going to remember about your father, and Father's Day brings a different types of emotion for you because this is the first time without your father. Some of you, you had no father. And the thoughts of Father's Day is just another day. It's just it. My dad and for you, maybe we're absent. Maybe purposely they chose to left. Maybe because intentionally they worked all the time. And dad was gone doing the very best he thought he could do for you to provide for you. But mom kind of raised you or a grandparent raised you and dad was absent. And today this kind of a different emotions for you. Because how do you celebrate Father's Day when your dad was absent? Or your dad came back into your life and he wasn't there. And you're trying to figure out how to be a son because you really never had a dad around, and today's kind of a different emotional day for you. Like, how do you celebrate it and work through it? Some of you had a real hard dad, and your father was really hard on you. He was really strict to you. He raised you up in a way to try to follow him, and every time maybe you would cry or do something, he would look at you and say, men don't cry, don't you cry. Men don't show emotions, don't show your emotions. And maybe today you look back, and now you figure out how you were raised. You're trying to figure out, how do I relate? And it's the thought of your dad still back there, but dad said this, and you had a hard dad in your life, a strict dad who raised you in a certain way that you're trying to overcome now as you are being a father. Some of you used to be a dad, and somehow life got things mixed up and your child passed away before you. And as a father, you're sitting and reminiscing and thinking about your child, who you wish you still had, who you wish you could still call who you wish you could still love on, but life dealt a blow. And so I'm not so naive to understand that even though it's Father's Day and we want to celebrate and we want it to be a great day, we also want you to celebrate in the way that is, that's fitting for you. So for those who are not fathers, kind of be mindful of that because you don't know exactly how every single person was raised and the different emotions that you carry today in your life. And so today what I want to do is I want to just encourage you. And if you're a dad, I just want you to sit back, hang out, because I'm going to preach to everyone who's not a dad on how they can help us who are dads. You know, Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2, I read this last week, to honor your mother and your father. Do you know where Paul got this from? He got this from the Ten Commandments. He copied it from Moses. Moses received from the Lord, and one of the greatest commandments was that you to honor your father and your mother. And the reason why I believe that God would allow that to be in the scripture is because he understands that it's vital for our spiritual health that we will show honor to mom and dad. That he understands that for our emotional health that we will show honor to mom and dad. And so today I'm gonna show you some ways that you can honor dad. I'm gonna show you some ways that you can help dad out. Now this is not an exhaustive list. In fact, I have these five points and they're not really so much points for you to write down which you're you're more welcome to do that because I'm gonna speak to you from being a dad. You know, on Mother's Day, it's kind of tough, right? Because I'm not a woman, number one. Even though my wife says I'm the girl in the relationship, so we'll judge on that later. I'm not, a, I'm not a mom, and you're standing up here trying to be a man, and you're not a mom trying to talk to moms. And sometimes you're like, if you're a lady, you're like, hey, how do you, you don't know us, you don't know me. Listen to me, man. There's two things you need to know about every single woman on the planet. If you get these two things, you could understand every woman on the planet. The problem is no one knows what they are. <laughs> and if someone figures out those two things, we would unlock everything in the woman's mind okay so we got to figure that out so I'm not a, I'm not a woman so it's hard to kind of say that but as a man as a dad as a dude I get this as a father of four I understand this so I'm going to speak from experience I'm going to speak obviously what speaks to me so when you see these points you're going to scratch your head like what in the world does that mean and I'm going to explain that to you because I'm going to do it in my language that fits me and somehow you figure it out how it could work for you so if you're ready to get started say, let's go All right, you asked for it. The first one, here it goes. Every dad needs encouragement. Every single dad needs encouraged. They need words of affirmation in their life. If you're a kid here, teenager, college student, doesn't matter. If you're a kid in this auditorium or watching online, your dad needs encouragement from you. Your dad needs to hear things like, like dad, you're awesome. Dad, of all the dads on the planet, God picked you to be my dad and I'm thankful for you, dad. For some of you, you have dads that work a lot in construction, pipe fitters, bullet makers, doesn't matter. They're gone, they're, they're, they're busy and they're trying their best to provide. And a lot of times dad's heads down and trying to do everything he knows what's right to do. But dad gets off work and he makes it to your ball game and he shows up. That's a great opportunity to say, dad, I know you work hard. Dad, thanks for being here. Because dad just wants that affirmation. Dad wants those words of encouragement, especially from their kids. So kids, don't take dad for granted because I'm gonna share with you, there's a lot of weight that your dad carries that you have no idea that he carries. Someday you will if you're a guy, you'll understand when you become a dad the weight that he carries. But he carries this crazy heavy burden on him and that words of encouragement from him is good for you. My, my, my middle son, Logan, he's 12. He, he, this is his love language. This is my primary love language is the words of affirmation, is the words of encouragement. He's always finding ways to encourage me. He's always saying, Dad, you're going to do great tomorrow. Dad, you're going to do great today. Before every single Sunday I get up and preach, my 12-year-old comes up to me and he lays his hands on me and he prays over me. And he prays that God will speak through me. He sends me notes and he puts me notes and I'll have notes in my, my Bible. He'll write things and puts it in the front. Love you, Dad, you're awesome. Dad, you're going to do great today when you preach. Two weeks ago he asked me, he said, Dad, what are you. I said, son, I'm going to be in Genesis chapter 2. I didn't know he grabbed my Bible when he wrote a note in Genesis chapter 2. And so when I'm up here saying good morning, I flipped to Genesis chapter 2 and I saw his note and I paused and you probably didn't pay attention to that, but I paused and I began to read his note that he wrote me and I about stopped and just gave an invitation and cried and boo-hooed on the, on the spot because that's dad's love language. That's one of my primaries. But let me tell you something about your dad. Every single dad needs words of encouragement. And if you're a kid here, don't take it for granted. Say, dad, I know, I know you're busy. I know lot's going on, but I just want to stop and say, Dad, I'm so glad you're my dad. I'm so glad. Even if you and your dad don't have the best of relationship, you will not understand when you begin to encourage him and speak this. The Bible says that there's blessings or cursings in the tongue. What you say will destroy or what you say could build up. Kids, we need to speak those blessings and honor our parents. You will build your parents up. And when they are affirmed and built up, guess what? It reciprocates back to you. So if you're a kid, let me tell you what your dad needs. He needs words of encouragement. Moms, who you're married to the father of your children, let me tell you what he needs from you. He needs words of encouragement from you. He needs to hear from you. He needs to say, thank you for all that you do for our family. Let me tell you what your husband needs from you. He needs to hear you say, I appreciate you. I appreciate you because let me tell you what that reciprocates to a man. When you say to your husband, I appreciate you, you know what that does? That lets you know that you respect him. He holds his chest out a little bit more, his head's a little high. If you read in Ephesians chapter 5, Paul says this, the inspired word of God says this, Husbands, love your wife as Christ loves the church, which means the number one thing my wife needs to know is that I love her likewise it says women you look to make sure you respect your husband which leads me to believe that one of the greatest needs that a man needs to know from his wife from his kids is that you respect me and one way you could tell him that you respect him is to say honey I appreciate you I appreciate how you provide for our family I appreciate the hard work you do I know schedule was tough but you made it to share his game thank you so much for showing up Don't take that stuff for granted like, why are you late? You should have been here. How come you didn't leave work early? When you could say, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. And when you say that to a man, when you say that, here's what it means to him. You respect me. That he takes it as a respect and there's nothing greater that he wants is to be respected as being the father and the leader and the husband of the family. Grandparents, your son now is a dad. He needs encouragement from you. Parents, he doesn't need you to be point at him saying where well, he lacks as a dad. You need to look at your son and say, I am proud of you of the father you've become. You see, because most kids get their view of God, how their dad treats them. Did you know that? And when dad's absent or dad's gone, God's distant, God's gone. When dad's hard and dad is judgmental, their thought, God is hard and God is judgmental. But when dad's patient and dad's loving and dad's kind, the, re- the perception that God is for them. And so we need parents, listen, your son is doing his very best to make you proud. Most guys, if you're a dad, one of the things he wants is to make his father proud. And dads, don't wait onto your deathbed or wait till something tragic happens. Go to your son today and say, I just want to say I'm proud of you. Keep your head up. You're a great dad. I know it can get tough. I know marriage is tough. I know parenting's tough. I know this world and finances and career are tough. But listen to me, I'm proud of you. He is longing, parents, to hear you say that to him. Because a lot of them are trying to make a point that I did become the man you want me to be. I did become the father you want me to be. Why don't you just speak that to them and encourage them? Because when they know that you're proud of them, there's something within a man to want even more to go, I'm going to be the best dad I can be. I want to be the best husband I can be. So speak that life over them. So if you're a parent, and your son now is a parent, go and speak encouragement to him because every single dad needs encouragement. It's a great place, dad, for you to go. That's right. Preach, bro, preach. You know, it's a great opportunity because I'm trying to help others because dads need that. That might not be your primary love language, but every dad needs encouragement. Here's the second thing. Every dad needs a movie night. Every dad needs a movie night. Now, this may not be exactly for you. you got to figure out what this looks for me. But for me, this is where I find my quality time with my family. My kids know when dad comes in and dad has a long day, dad's had a tough week. Dad's been doing a lot of things and he's been really busy. They'll get together and say, dad, let's do this. Let's get together. Let's go and take a shower and let's go have a movie night. Why? Because they know that's one of dad's love languages. That this is a time where they love, they know that dad wants the family together. For me, it's a movie night. And when we have movie nights at my family, that's the way my kids go. Dad, listen, I love you. I want to be with you and spend time with you because every dad needs quality time with the kids. Kids, listen to me. A lot of times dad's head's down trying his best to provide and he works so hard and you do not understand the burden he carries. Don't take it for granted. You got to figure out what are some things that dad likes to do. And I know you can't do it all the time, but what some things you can do. If dad likes to go fishing, go fishing with dad. Say, dad, we're going fishing. We'll take you fishing today. If dad likes to go hunting, figure out if you want to go hunting with dad. If dad likes Snack's car, okay, we'll go watch it with him on Sundays. And dad's like, dad, they keep going around and around and around and around and around and it's over. But dad likes it, watch it with him. Find out what works with dad and spend quality time with dad because every dad needs quality time with his kids. And all the stuff that dad's carry, sometimes he has blinders and he doesn't see that. When you can take a time and say, Dad, listen, I want to spend some time with you. Come on, Dad, we're going to go fishing. Come on, Dad, we're going to watch this. For me and my family, it's movie night. When I come on and say, Dad, we got a plan. We're going to have a movie night. We're going to watch Lord of the Rings because every dad needs a trilogy of the Lords of the Rings. That's a great debriefing moments for me and counseling because that's what dad, they already know. Every dad needs quality time with their children and children listen to me, Kids you got to figure that sometime out with dad. Don't disrespect with dad. Don't want to spend time with me. No, take take the ball and say, dad, come on, we're going to do this together. Because every dad needs quality time with their kids. And listen, every dad needs quality time with mom. I'm not going to talk much about this. I spent the last two Sundays saying if you want a healthy family, it starts with a healthy marriage. No healthy marriage, no healthy family. That's why the marriage is the number one priority of a family even before the children, the marriage is the number one priority. Whether it's, it's, it's your first marriage, if it's a blended marriage, if it's your third marriage, the marriage is the number one foundation for the family. Healthy marriage, healthy family. And so mom, you got to figure out how to spend quality time with dad. Now, a lot of times, usually, usually the lady is the one who harps about that. You don't spend time with me. I need to spend time with you. I want quality time. Come on, let's talk or do this stuff right here. Listen to me, dad. She's trying to do that. Take those breaks Figure out how you can do that and spend quality time with mom. Get you a movie night. That's how I word it. But you got to figure out what works for you and in your own life. Here's a third one. Every family needs a family dot. I talked to my wife about this. She goes, you're going to talk about this? Let's see, I'm going to talk about this. Because again, this is me. You're like, what in the world is a family dot? Well, when my son was born, uh, Caleb, my oldest son, when he got to the point where he could kind of walk to you, you know what I'm saying? When they can walk. And my, my son, he was a late bloomer when it comes to walking. And we thought there was something wrong. We had the what to expect, No what to expect when expecting book. He should be walking by now. Why is he not walking? We're calling everybody. We didn't have Google. Letters. Why is my kid not walking right now? And all that stuff. Like, why is he not walking? What's wrong? Right? And, and then and you hear all the other parents. My daughter, she started walking at six months old. Well, that's your daughter. My son has a big head. He can't walk yet. And then you have your second kid. You're like, and everybody's bragging, my son walked that seven months. I don't care if my walk kid don't walk the seven years because when he starts to walk, he's into everything. <laughs> like it's 12 months, don't walk every kid until you're about two, right? Because when they start walking, they're into everything. But you know what it's like as a parent when your kid finally walks up to you and unpromptly they looked at you and they say, daddy, I love you. There's nothing like the first time hearing your kids tell them to tell you they love you without you telling it to them first. And of course, that's my love language. I'm the girl in relationship and I cried, but that's another whole story. You pray for me. But i never forget, I picked up my son and I held him like this and he reaches for me and he puts his arm around me and he reaches for my wife and he puts his arm around her, his mom, and we're all three of our heads in here. And I just came out of the blue, just like, I don't know, 13 years ago or something like 12 or 14 years ago. I said, this is the family dot. And she, everybody kind of laughed. I said, now everybody kissed Caleb and we kissed Caleb. Now everybody kissed mommy and we kissed mommy. But it was all set up for me. Because I said, now everybody kiss daddy, and everybody kisses daddy. And so I, every time I come on, I said, come on, time for family, dog. I'd pick Caleb up, and we get together like this, and we kiss. Everybody kiss Caleb, and everybody kiss mommy, and then everybody kiss daddy. And then Logan comes. And we get Logan. I pick up Logan. And I said, come on, everybody kiss Logan. Everybody kiss Caleb. Everybody kiss mommy. But the whole point was everybody kissed me because dads need physical touch. Dad needs these moments with their kids where they hold them and hug them and butterfly kisses from their daughters. They want this, they long for this. And then Jake comes and we pick up Jake, everybody kiss Jake, and they're like, I don't wanna kiss Jake, everybody kiss Jake, you're gonna kiss Sadie. <laughs> and then my daughter comes, like, everybody kiss Sadie, and we kiss Sadie. Everybody kiss Sadie, we kiss Sadie. Everybody kiss Sadie, and we kiss, how come she gets three? She's my favorite. <laughs> and she's a girl. Then everybody kiss Jake, and everybody kiss Logan, and everybody kiss Caleb, even to this day, everybody kiss mommy, everybody kiss daddy. My kids know when they see dad's stressed out, dad's had a hard week, dad has a hard day. Come on, dad needs a family dot. And then my kids run up to him and they hold me and they walk through the whole sequence to get to the last point to get to me because they know that daddy needs to be touched by them, be held by them. It's one of my primary one of my I like all these love languages. I don't know. I'm like, I've won these. And they still do this today. Listen to me, children, kids, teenage, college, your dad needs more than just a fist bump. Go up and hug your dad. He probably never had a dad hug him. He probably didn't have dad to have affection in his life. Dad's not trying to be hard or trying to be mean. He just don't know how to respond to that sometimes. Go up to him, say, dad, I love you. Hug him. Dad, thank you, appreciate, speak words of encouragement. Because I'm telling you, your dad longs for you as children. He loves for you. You're too, you're too big probably to come up in his lap now. But you can't sit with him. You can't hug him. You can't still run to him. There's nothing like when you walk in the door and you hear those feet Run into the house. Daddy's home, daddy's home, daddy's home. My goal was to hope I never get past that point. The kids are like, dad's home. Because they're expecting Dad And they're excited to see dad. They need that from their children. But also, moms, they need that from you. Your husband needs that physical touch from you. Hold hands, hug, kiss. I sent my wife an article the other day on, on three reasons why we should kiss in front of our children. She said, You're always kissing me in front of the kids. I'm like it's healthy. Read it right here. Statistics. Research proves it. Kiss me. The running joke of my family. There's nothing our family, for Lee, and I tell her all the time, there's nothing that French kissing can't fix. I tell her this all the time. This might be too much information for you. She's like, my throat's sore. Come here, let's French kiss. It'll fix it. You can ask her. Oh, I got a headache. French kissing fixes that. I read it. She's like, the house is clean. French kiss. It fixes everything. Rated G in front of the kids. All right, all right there's something about healthy when the kids see mom and dad's affection mom and dad's playful mom and dad still has fun mom and dad still enjoys each other not mom and dad's distance not mom and dad slamming cabinets not mom and dad sleeping in different rooms not mom and dad doesn't talk anymore there's something healthy when they see mom and dad play they still together hold each other put in my arms listen to me ladies you need to figure this out for your husband he longs for this physical touch and I know what you think a lot of times you you, you hear that you think all he wants is sex from you Well, let me tell you something about a man. For a man, it's not just physical. Most men find their emotional connection with their wife when they go to bed with them. You think it's all about physical. To him, it's about emotional. You can find ladies, majority of ladies, you can find emotional connections through other avenues. Quality time, he helped around the house. We watched the movie. We held hands and walked around the block. We went out to the lake. You find emotionally charged that. Most men find their emotional connection with you physically. And so it's not just about physical. That's all you want, but you don't understand it. He may not know how to say that to you, but inside him, that's where he connects with you emotionally. I just want my husband to be emotionally connected. That's where he finds most of his emotional connection. And I said that he needs words of encouragement from you ladies. Let me tell you something about your husband. He knows that you love him. He wants you to want him. And there's different, men and women see, see this differently. You said, I do want him. I said, I do. Yeah, but that was 15 years ago. It's more than just even a sexual want. I want you to be with us. I want you to be with the family. I want you to be with the kids. I want you to be home at dinner with us. I want you to be with us. Because let me tell you what your husband longs for, to know that you want him. I know that my wife loves me. I want her to want me. She knows that I want her. She wants to know that I love her. We're different. Men and women are different. And so listen to me, ladies. You got to understand when he wants physical touch, it's because he wants to connect with you emotionally. He may not be able to say it that way. If you don't believe me, go home and ask him. He's waiting for you to say, I want you. I want, you to, I want to be with you. Because when you want to be with him, it charges him emotionally. It shows that you respect him and that you want him. And let me tell you what a guy wants. He wants to be wanted, especially by his wife. And I'm not talking about sexually even. I'm just talking about I, I, you want him. You want him around, not till he waits to go to work. You don't want him just always out. You want him to be with you. Deep down with the man, he needs this. And he wants this. And ladies, listen, you can help figure that out. You can even say that. I want you. I want to be with you. I want to be with you tonight. Listen to me, sir. But she needs to know that you love her, not just want her. And you got to figure that out too with her. She knows you want her. But figure how you can express love in the same way. And so don't just beat him up when you think he just wants something, just trying to be physical for you. You got to understand, a lot of times all the weight and stuff that he carries that he can't process outwardly, All the emotional that's running with him and the stress, this is the way for him to digest emotionally. And it's with you. And that's why he wants to be with you. So you got to work through that and figure that out. But for you, every family needs a family dot. Every family, every, every man needs this physical connection with their kids. Love you, hold them, kiss them. And he needs it with his wife. And ladies, we got to figure that out. You got to figure out how does that work for you and your family? Here's the fourth one. Every dad needs cookie brownies. Man, I'm salivating right now. I mean, you need cookie brownies. You're like, what in the world? I've never been to church and see these points are in the Bible. Did Paul write that? I know, seriously. Like, where did this come from? Listen, what do you mean by that? Well, my kids in another way, dad's been stressful. Dad's had a hard time at work or dad's doing everything's fine. Let's surprise dad tonight. And let's make him cookie brownies. This is a gift we can give dad. They know to my heart is this avenue of sweets. And they make these cookie brownies for dad because they know cookie brownies time has come. This is time with dad and dad loves it. So we're going to make a gift for dad. It don't have to be expensive, but every dad loves the gifts every day. If you remember our mother's dad said, every mom needs a little surprise every, then, every now and then. So does dads. You got to figure out what, you, you know, my daughter, she just now in her kids ministry, she, she just made this thing that you're a fantastic dad. And she made this little, little paper thing and she put it on my desk. You know what that means to me? You don't to ex- it don't have to be expensive. But that gift to me that my kids made me, listen, kids, figure out a way that you can help dad give a gift to dad. It doesn't have to be. Ladies, if your husband keeps saying something, man, if I had this, man, I could get this done fast around the house or I could get this done. Go get that for him. Surprise him. You can't get everything. He said, here you go, I got this. And he's going to look at you and go, it's the wrong one, but thanks for trying. He's going to go back to Lowe's and exchange it for the right thing. But you tried. It plugs in and goes, zoom, I thought it worked, right? I mean, but figure that out. For me, when I say cookie brownies, that's what my kids give me. They give This as a gift. Some dads, listen, a lot of them, that might be their love language. And you've got to figure that out. How, how do, what do, can I give dad? What can I help dad with to give to him? And it doesn't have to be expensive. Just the little things that you could touch and give. I'm telling you, it goes a long way. I'm telling you, every dad needs encouragement. Every dad needs to be encouraged. From kids, your wife, and the parents. They need encouragement. Every dad needs a movie knot. Every dad needs quality time with his children and quality time with his wife. Every dad needs a family, dot. Physical touch in some form of fashion, of love and affection. Dads need that. Every dad needs cookie brownies every now and then, a gift. Say, Dad, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for what you do. And here's the last one. Every dad needs a break. Every dad needs a break. Let me tell you something about your dad. He works hard. He works hard. Let me tell you something about your dad. He carries a weight, ladies, that you don't carry. You carry a weight that he don't carry, but there's a weight he carries that you don't carry and you don't understand that he carries. And maybe for him, he can't open up and talk to you about the weight that he carries because he might not know how to say that. But let me tell you something about your husband, let me tell you something about your dad. He works hard. He does everything he can to take care of his family. And there's some things that you could do maybe You can help dad out and you can serve dad. You can say, dad, don't worry about it. I'll get the garbage this week. I got it. I'll take it out. I'll get it. No, dad. No, I got it. You go rest because every dad needs a break. Hey, dad, I got the yard this week. I'll get to the yard. Don't worry about it. I'll get it. And here's what happens. Most dads are prideful. Most dad has a right way to do it. They don't have time because they're in a hurry. We're going to talk about that in August. They're in a hurry so they don't have time to train someone to do it. They just rather do it themselves. Some dads find that's where they're peaceful is out doing things like that. That may work, but dad, you need a break. You need to rest, swallow your pride and let someone do it for you. You don't have to do it all the time, but every now and then every dad needs a break because dad carries a lot of weight. He carries weight that he's put on himself, potentially. He's carried weight that maybe parents or someone else has put on him. He carries weight from what the world puts on him, being the man that he should be or how the world thinks a man operates. And his head's down trying to work hard and sometimes dad has blinders and they don't see they can't see the things going sideways dads listen don't take for granted your kids are always going to be young and be there because they won't dads don't take for granted that your wife that she said i do she's there we got this it's good she understands i got to put the hours in i got to work hard and moms that's where you got to intervene there and say come on let me help you remove those blinders it's time to spend time with the family you know Billy Graham on his deathbed they asked him and said what's your biggest regret in life he said when my kids were young I was preaching the world at the world if I could start all over again do it all over again I would put off my speaking engagements and I'd have been at home when my kids were young when they were little he said that's my biggest regret in life and so dads we got a today's just an awakening moment for us to go okay wait don't take this for granted And everybody else here is not a dad these are ways that you can figure out how to help dads out because dads do carry a lot and when dad carries a lot dad gets stressed there's a strain on the marriage most families are living paycheck to paycheck or three paychecks away they're in so much debt the debt piles on dad's trying to make ends meet you got the big r word recession thrown out there Dad works at the plant. Dad's a pot filler, Dad works like, what if I get laid off? What if I don't come through? What if I don't provide? Then I'm not a man. Then I failed. And all these things that your dad carries that he doesn't say to you publicly. Now, he doesn't speak out loud. He has this huge burden and weight to provide, to carry. For you. So give a dad a break. And help him out in some form or fashion. Because there's a high demand on him. Even though you don't see it. Someday you'll understand it. But you don't see it. And dads, real quick, let me speak to you because you do carry this weight. I know I'm a dad. You carry this burden and this comes with the responsibility. But I'm here to tell you, there's someone who wants to take that burden from you, that you don't have to carry it no more because a lot of times dads don't know who to go to to talk about this. Can't talk about it to your other friends. They're like, just suck it up, man. What are you crying about? You really don't want to talk about it to your wife because right now your marriage is already kind of strained for a little bit. You don't want to add more problems to it. So men, let me tell you where you can go. And you can go for free. And that's to Jesus. And that's not just a cliche. He actually says it. And Matthew 11, verse 28, look what Jesus says. Come to me, dads. You can apply that to your life. Come to me. All who are weary, and watch this, and carry... Heavy burdens. Dad, you don't have to carry that around no more. There is responsibility that comes with being a dad. There's responsibility to come and being a husband. I get that. But he says, if I will give my burdens to him, look what he says. I will give you rest. And it took me many, many years to get to this point. To say, you know what, God? This is your church. These are your kids. We dedicated them to you. This is your finances. This is your money that you bless us with. This is your house that we live in. I have no idea what tomorrow holds, but I do know who holds tomorrow in his hand. And if I will look to him and follow him and give that burden to him, the pressures that come at work, the pressure that comes for the future, the pressure that comes to provide, the professor that tries to be there for four kids and be there for everyone and give everyone equal attention and be at every one of their ballgames and be, listen, I know, to say, God, I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to be the very best dad I can be. And the greatest things that we can do, dad, is know Jesus and follow Jesus. And when you get to that point, says, here's this burden, Jesus, I trust you. Guess what that does for you? Peace. Peace. What if I get laid off tomorrow? Peace. He's in control. What if something happens? Peace. I trust him. I'm not sweating it. Don't have to panic over it because I'm following him. And see, listen to me, guys. That's what we want to teach our kids. At the end of the day, I don't, I'm not going to be my kid's hero. I want Jesus to be. And so when the time goes, Dad, what are we going to do? How are we going to get through this? Let's just pray about it, son. Look to Jesus. Dad, how are we going to figure this out? We'll just try to trust Jesus. But then you're a man that looks weak. Are you kidding me? When I'm weak, he is strong. It's opposite the way the world works. I would rather humble myself and be weak and look at my children and say, Dad, don't have all the answers. Dad can't figure this out. But son, Jesus can. Let's look to him. And dads, I'm telling you, the greatest thing you can do is know Jesus and follow Jesus. Will you make mistakes? Yes. We all make mistakes. Will you lead wrong? Something? Yes. Will you still get aggravated? Yes. That's life. But what happens when you trust that, you get to go to your kids and say, I'm sorry, Dad shouldn't have said that. Will you forgive me? I don't know the answer, but Jesus does. Let's just trust him. And that's what it looks like of following Jesus. And that's what I want for every single dad. Watching online, Grayson, Moorhead, follow Jesus. And I'm tell you what, you will lead your family in the way the Lord wants you to lead. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads. Today's Father's Day. And we all have a different understanding of what that looks like and what that means. I sense it even our emotions, they run every which way. Some had a good dad, some had a tough dad, some had an absent dad. But let me tell you about a heavenly father who loves you, who said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. When your whole family, of the world turns the back on you, he will never turn his back on you. He loves you and wants a relationship with you. Dad's the greatest thing you can do for you, your marriage, your kids is give your life to Jesus and follow Jesus. It's more important than your career. It's more important than anything else in life. All the things you want and need will come when you follow Jesus. All the things the world tells you to strive for will come when you follow Jesus. So I wanna encourage you to give your life to Jesus and you can this morning. The Bible says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. The Bible says, with your mouth you confess and your heart believes. And if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Swallow your pride, Dad. You need a Savior. His name is Jesus. And he loves you. And he wants to lead your family. And he wants to lead you in your work, in your finances, in your parenting, in your marriage. Trust him. He will never lead you astray. You may not have no male figure, father figure in your life to lead you, but your heavenly father said, trust me. Bring your burden to me that you carry. I will carry it for you and lead you into the right path. And if that's you and you want to give your life to Jesus, just cry out to him. Just say, Jesus, I need you. I've blown it. And I've sinned. But today, I put my faith in you. I believe you came for me. I believe you died for me and I believe you got up out of the grave for me. And today as best as I know how, I give my life to you. Now help me be the best Christian, the best dad, the best husband I can be. Help me follow you all the days of my life. If that's you and you prayed and gave your life to Jesus, we want to celebrate with you. If you'll make your way to the Red Room at the Grayson Campus, it's out front to the Next Step area. We just want to celebrate the life change that's taking place today. Father, thank you so much for this day you've given us, another day of life. God, you know every individual heart, those who are hurting, those who are still mad, those who have unforgiveness, those who are celebratory, those who are excited about being a dad and things to come. There's a big range of emotion. But Father, you know everyone's heart. Would you touch their heart? Will you touch our hearts to know that we don't have to carry this burden anymore. We can look to you, our heavenly father who loves us unconditionally. It's you we put our faith in. It's you we put our trust in. It's you who leads us. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name we ask and we pray, amen. Thanks for joining us online today. If we're watching this message, you were led to take a next step or made the decision to start following Jesus, we would love to celebrate with you. Let us know on our website at betterlife.church slash next steps. To stay connected throughout the week, download the Better Life app and consider subscribing to our YouTube channel or podcast. Lastly, if you'd like to support what God is doing through this ministry, you can give online at betterlife.church slash give We're praying you have a great week and hope to see you again soon.